Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 100 of the Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing all about fascia, why your soreness has more to do with your fascia and not your muscles, and how to keep your connective tissue healthy. First of all, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's the 100th episode of the show, which is awesome and unbelievable and so amazing. The idea for this podcast just... I can't say it popped into my head about January 2019 because I'd been thinking about doing a podcast for a long time, but I am so grateful that I finally went ahead and did it because it's given me an opportunity to connect with you week after week. I know I have definitely learned a lot and have had some really awesome and exciting conversations with people that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to talk to otherwise. Also, thank you. The show has been listened to over 50,000 times, which is just unbelievable. It's so freaking cool. And it's always been my goal to not only give you the knowledge that is going to help you move better and feel better, but to also spark your curiosity so that you can start asking better questions because that's what's going to help you become a better body nerd, a better body detective. And that's what's going to help you feel more than capable of taking excellent care of your body, no matter what comes up. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing episodes and for sending me messages and letting me know what your favorite parts were. Like I literally could not do this without you. So thank you. And to celebrate, I also want to talk about my most favorite thing in the body, and that is fascia. Now, you may have also heard it described as fascia. In construction, totally unrelated, there is a uh, same spelling and they pronounce it fascia, I believe. My husband's probably correcting me right now. So fascia, fascia, whatever. This is the connective tissue of the body. And I saw and learned about fascia for the first time in college when I did my first anatomy lab. Now there, we only touched the fancy fascias, you know, the IT band on the outside of the thigh and the plantar fascia on the bottom of your foot. But our focus was mostly on the fun stuff, right? What you would think about when you think of anatomy, things like muscles and bones and nerves and blood vessels. But all of that literally wouldn't be anywhere without the gooey scaffolding that fascia provides. Now, my very close understanding of how fascia and pain and movement relate together is from an injury that I had. So a number of years ago, I can't recall exactly right now, but a number of years ago, I was sitting in a restaurant. I had my arm on the back of my husband's chair and he leaned back, didn't know that my arm was there and just the little bit of flesh on the backside of my arm got pinched. 
which seems like no big deal, right? Except that, you know, if you've ever been pinched there, that area is really super sensitive. And so I literally pulled my arm back and my head back as I swung around to be like, oh my gosh, what was that? As quickly as possible. And basically gave myself a whiplash injury. Now in the moment, just my arm hurt, didn't really think anything of it. But the next day, I remember my shoulder hurting. And I couldn't really remember why it hurt. And it just became this snowball thing where my neck would hurt all of the time. And the ribs on that side of my upper back would also freeze up all of the time. Whenever I'd go see my chiropractor, he'd always be adjusting. And I would get temporary relief, but it never held, right? It never stuck. And rolling and all of the rolling and mobility work I was doing for myself helped to a point. But still, anytime I did things overhead, whether it was just, you know, pushing weights typically is what made it worse, but even pull-ups or handstands, anything overhead would always trigger it. And then I would get the neck pain. It also manifested for me as pain like deep within my ear, which was really, really, really odd. And Everything I was doing wasn't helping. But the thing that made the biggest difference was actually working on the fascia on the front of my neck and chest. That's where my tension was. And of course, if you are experiencing neck pain like this, or you also have had a whiplash injury, or this is sounding super familiar, your injury may be different. But if you are a human in the modern world, I'm going to bet money that you also have fascial tension or connective tissue tension on the front of your chest and shoulders. I was helping my friend who's an esthetician as her model as she was doing a face and fascial release course. So I basically had to lay there all day and get massage. It was fantastic. But I couldn't believe the difference in tension, not just in the front of the shoulder, but in the neck and up into the jaw. So I made it a point to focus more on releasing the connective tissue and fascia at the front of that shoulder because I knew that there was a problem there. And no big surprise there, (laughs) it helped. And it helped a lot. I went from having this ear pain pretty regularly, almost like every week, because I hadn't yet made that connection of overhead work to neck pain. But even now, literally two weeks ago, I did two workouts in a row with overhead pressing, um, which by the way, I never was able to even do. So the fact that I was able to do that workout and it still did trigger pain, that's okay because I was able to tolerate more. So I hope you notice too that reframe just within your own injuries, things to think about. But anytime I feel it coming back, like I did a couple weeks ago, I just spent a few days within my Amplify U plan working on my chest because I'm still working on the computer, right? I'm still working on technology. So it's likely and always for me, a sure thing that the front of my shoulder is tight. And then it goes away because fascia is a connector. It's connective tissue. It's also a protector, And one of the ways that your body works to hold yourself literally together. And so fascia is really, really, really important. And by the end of today's episode, my hope is that you are also a fascia nerd, but you understand that it's way more important than most anatomy books make it seem. Because you wouldn't be able to move and feel the way that you do right now without your fascia. But most of the messages coming out of the fitness industry or health and wellness are all about why you need to bust or blast or smash your fascia, but not today. 
right? Because today we're going to get nerdy by understanding fascia better, because when you know better, you can make different choices. So fascia is Latin for band or bundle, and it is a connective tissue, which I've said a number of times, but what that means is that it connects muscles and tendons and bones and ligaments to one another. So the traditional sense of anatomy is that, oh, I have a muscle and here it is. But in reality, in your body, everything is connected together. And the only way we're able to make those differentiations between what your quad looks like from your hamstrings is when you use a scalpel to create those separations from the fascia. So everything, 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 everything is connected by way of fascia. It's really your body's internal scaffolding system. It's like this biological fabric that holds you together. So if you think of a trellis for climbing plants, without the trellis, you just have a plant on the ground. But with the trellis, you have this gorgeous draping climbing plant that's able to thrive and grow. And fascia in your body serves a very similar purpose. It's the framework that your blood vessels and your nerves and other tissues pass through. They're surrounded by it, multiple layers of it, and it keeps them in place So this is everything from your sciatic nerve to your spinal cord to your biceps. They have these layers upon layers of connective tissue that cushions and protects and allows for a little bit of motion to occur. Fascia is sort of like your real birthday suit. (laughs) And it's what binds your body together in position and covers you from head to toe, inside to outside. Like there is nowhere in your body that you can venture that there isn't some form of connective tissue. And there's a number of different types of connective tissue, which I've talked about in previous episodes. But today I just want you to overall have an appreciation and understanding of fascia because it's what creates the shape and the suspension and support of your body, right? I mentioned it's between muscles. It allows for sliding and a movement to occur there at those points. So your IT band, for example, that thick band of connective tissue on the outside of your thigh, it's actually part of the barrier or septum, it's called, between your quads and your hamstrings. And so it allows for motion to occur there. Without that movement, that's where we have things like trigger points or adhesions or congestion that can become a focal point for inflammation and irritation and all the things that we talk about here, you know, about when pain happens. Fascia also holds your organs in place, right? It's what keeps your stomach where it is and your large intestine where it is. And that's really one of the coolest things about fascia is it's structural, but it's also elastic. It can change and adapt and it can be really super strong, but it's also important for repair. Scar tissue happens in the connective tissue. So it's partly and actually, I would say 99.9% responsible for scar tissue formation and what's happening and that sort of recovery piece of your body or that stitching back together of your body. Now, this is where I think traditional anatomy kind of misses the point. And I was even speaking with someone who is in physical therapy school right now who understands fascia because she's out working in the real world and the clinic, but understands that we just throw it away in the anatomy lab. And not truthfully, but it's just it's not part of the study, right? We think, oh, I need to know all about the muscles and the nerves and blood vessels like the fascia doesn't really matter. 
except that fascia is your body's largest sensory organ. It's giving your brain information about where you are in space. It's giving information about where your joints are in relationship to the rest of your body, uh, how much stretch is happening, if any is happening, and how fast that stretch is occurring. And without this communication, you literally would be unable to move, truthfully. And as a sensory organ, fascia and pain go hand in hand. So yes, my story at the beginning that my neck pain was coming not from the muscle that was hurting or being, you know, irritated, but from the congestion of the fascia at the front of my shoulder. So when you're sore after a workout, it's called delayed onset muscle soreness, or you may have seen it referred to as DOMS. The main source of this discomfort is the fascia, not your muscles. There was a study done in Denmark in 2009 that had subjects simulate downhill walking. And I'll link to it down in the description if you want to go on this deep dive. So they had the subjects pretend that they were walking downhill, which if you've ever walked down a hill, which I'm sure you have, is a ton of work for your quads and your quads and your calves. They can all get very tired and fatigued from that action. So then they took a slightly hypertonic saline solution. So super, super salty to create a pain response. So they knew going in, this is an irritant. When they injected it directly into the muscle, the subjects reported little to no discomfort. But when they injected it into the fascia, the subjects felt pain. So when we're super focused on a specific muscle being the source of the pain, it probably has a lot more to do with your fascia, which is why even deep tissue massage and going super hard all the time and using the hardest tools or the longest stretches, when we change our view of the body as this relationship between your fascia, connective tissue, and your nervous system, and less about the structure of our body, almost like more of the, you know, quote unquote, subtle body, that's where I really see big changes happening. And at this point, you might be wondering, well, shoot, what the heck can I do for my fascia to keep it healthy? And the best thing you can do for your body is moving. And it's the same thing I say week after week. And this includes big movements like walking or exercise or whatever floats your boat. But this also includes smaller movements like choosing to go barefoot in the house or just giving your feet an opportunity to move by wearing less restrictive shoes. And movement also can be more specific things like body work or rolling on therapy balls. The best part about body work with therapy balls is it allows for movement to happen where it's not getting it otherwise. And remember, fascia is connecting everything in your body. It is everywhere, but it also will stabilize anything that's not being used by laying down a lot of extra collagen. Now, you know this to be true too, right? You wake up in the morning and your body's kind of stiff, but once you start moving around, things start to feel easier and it's easier to move. That's for the exact same reason. After seven and a half hours laying in bed, your fascia is laying down collagen just as its normal, natural process. And when you get up and move, those collagen fibers start to soften and are reabsorbed and you can move fantastically. Now, this doesn't mean that all of your collagen is absorbed every single night. To be honest, I'll have to look into the research, but you know, you could drink all the collagen you want. I know as a supplement I do, and it's not like my body has frozen in collagen, like that doesn't happen either. But the best thing that you can do for your fascia and your body is to keep moving. 
Now, when you have an area that is not moving enough, it's the fascia that's responsible for that feeling of it getting congested or restricted or stuck. And your fascia is just really super efficient at keeping you safe. So a little reframe there, like there's no need to be at war with your fascia and to like need to bust it up all the time. It's just doing its job right? And the tissues that are stuck together, you know, that sliding that I talked about between muscles, once that sliding isn't happening as much, that means that when one muscle contracts or one muscle is attempting to, you know, do its job, the other one is also getting pulled upon. And that's where we can run into overuse or underuse or even misuse types of injuries and having discomfort with that. This also can mean that, you know, muscles aren't loaded evenly, right? That one muscle is doing more work than another. But remember, when I say muscle too, it's not just the muscle in a vacuum. The fascia is always there. So remember, fascia is a sensory organ. So that pain in your neck might actually have less to do with the muscle that's hurting and everything to do with how stiff your upper back is and how your text neck feels. Your fascia needs fluids and movement to be able to freely flow through your body so that it can get nutrients in and garbage out. So the other issue with stagnation or less movement is that things just kind of pull and and hang out. So part of moving is to help keep this fluid flowing all throughout your body. So this is not your blood because your blood has the heart and it continues to flow through your body, but everything outside of your blood vessels. So this is lymphatic fluids in the body and extracellular fluids in the body that are being held in the fascia. So when you are rehydrating and when you are rolling on therapy balls, doing your mobility work, I want you to literally think that you are rehydrating and allowing your fascias to be nice and fluffy. That's really what we want is fluffy fascia. So just keep moving. No need to rush out and buy some fancy schmancy massage tool. You just need the basics, the same ones I talk about all the time on here. Some best bet is going to be a soft inflated ball to really get into movements and shear through the fascia versus, you know, a harder, smaller tool that may feel like a lot and create that hyper focused stretch, but won't create that fascial stretch in the same way. And if you want some more help getting strategic with how you're moving, that's literally what I'm here for. So you can send me a DM or an email to get started. So fascia. Hopefully by now you are a fascia nerd as well. And I'm curious to know, of the last 100 episodes, which one has been your favorite? I got to take a moment to think, but I'll definitely be sharing it on social media in the next couple of days. So make sure I come and find out which one I decide. I'm definitely thinking about it now, but take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram with your favorite episode or send me any questions. You can find me. I am at Hala Formala, or you can just leave me a voice message on the Body Nerd hotline. That number is 818-396-6501. And before I go, don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and all things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you for taking the time to listen today. Whether it's your first episode or your 100th, I am so grateful for you. And I hope that you got some fun movement in as you were listening, or at least you got something planned. 
And if you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button or you can head on over to your favorite podcast player of choice and leave a review. It just helps other body nerds find the show. Or you could even just share this episode with someone who needs to hear it today. Someone else who's fascia curious and wants to learn more about this fluffy, totally awesome fabric. Trying to think of more alliterations. (laughs) So here's to asking better questions, moving more, keeping your fascias fluffy and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.